Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for the crack. We're gonna have a laugh. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Staller Podcast. What episode is it now, man? 130. 130. Blade and Torty. 130. This episode will come out on the week of Christmas. Yeah. So I hope you all had a very nice Christmas and I hope it's still going well because it's still Christmas time until... It hasn't even happened yet and we're already saying fair play. It's weird, hope isn't you, it? I hope you enjoyed it. Like It's like we're time travelling into the future. I like the world could end by then. Yeah, you never know. I don't think it would. It wouldn't go out then, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, the yeah. poster. Yeah. <laughs> So we can say it anyway. Do you know what I've been doing, man? What? I've been re-watching, because Moira's never seen them, I've been re-watching the Rocky movies. Class. Because they're Christmas-themed. They're not. But they are. So, Santa, isn't it? Is it based around Christmas? Rocky won. The fight is on New Year's Day. So it's around Christmas time and it's snowing when he's running up Philadelphia's oh, yeah, steps yeah, yeah. and all that. And it's lovely. I never realised how stupid Rocky was. I didn't read like I always knew like Sylvester Stallone was a bit you know hey Adrian you know but I always thought like he's, he thinks that he's kind of sharper than he is but he's kind of aware of how stupid he is and I didn't realise how innocent Adrian was and how kind of I never realised it because you just kind of remember Rocky for whatever the fight and what it is but it's actually a beautiful beautiful love story is really what it is and I actually got emotional Were you crying? Best picture winner wasn't it? Rocky won? Yeah It won best picture? Yeah Yeah Fuck off. Yeah, you get it, doesn't it? W of them when he gets the Oscar. No way. Don't win an Oscar. Let me just double check on that one. I kind of don't want to know because, well, I do want to know. Tell me. But I know that there's a documentary. I want to watch all of them, even the creeds. And I want to watch the documentary about. Yeah, all... won three Oscars, including Best Picture. And what was the other two that it won? Screenplay. Don't tell me Best Actor. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Editing. Also nominated for Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor. Two nominations there. Best Original Screenplay. Sylvester Stallone was nominated for two Oscars that year. Uh, best Original Song, obviously. And Best Sound. Nominated for all of them. That's wow. Massive. It won the Best Drama Motion Picture at the Golden Globes as well. Wow. It's a brilliant piece. It's brilliant. Mm. And it had a budget of $1 million and a box office. Pulling a load of favours. $275 million or something like that. It Just made him insane. like... Yeah. He is who he is today because of that, obviously. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a shared determination. And then I watched Rocky 2 and it's literally the exact same story. Just that he wins. Just that he wins at the end, yeah. They're all kind of the same. Well, no. They go off on one then with the club Lang and yeah. all that. Like, and yeah. It becomes more of a bit... It's hard. Comic bookie or something like. After the success of the first one, they must have said, man, we need to cash in on this. Rocky, uh, Rocky Sylvester, will you make another one of these? And he was like, well, I don't know, guys, I don't know. Like he obviously made all his money. He's like, what, what do you make Rocky 2 about? He's this nobody bum underground fighter who gets this chance, pure American dream stuff. Apollo Creed just gets a nobody from the streets to fight just because it's good publicity. And he puts up a really tough fight. The second film is the exact same. He spends all his money and then he becomes a bum again. Yeah. And then he, he decides he's going to take another crack at it. But this time he just has a kid. And wins. And wins. But it's literally the same story. He's a, but it's a good. Now. 
it's good, but it's not. It doesn't have the same feel as the first one. Like the first one, I, ge- I genuinely tear up. There's a scene where Adrian comes out to watch the fight, and she's like, "I've never watched a boxing match before. I don't want to see it, and I especially don't want to see you." So she walks out and she looks at the boxing ring and she closes her eyes and then she opens them again. And you're like, "Yes, oh, that's so like that that shot is so powerful. I think that is cinema right there." She closes her eyes and yeah. opens them. Opens her eyes. Yeah, because she's like, I don't want to look. And then she opens them. And that's when the music starts. And that's when you're oh, like, yeah, yeah. that's when he, he gets the fucking, oh, it's so good. It's a great piece of history, Rocky. It's amazing. Movie history. Yeah. Like it's an American dream story in an American dream story. Like the film is an American dream story about an underdog getting a chance and succeeding. But Sylvester Stallone in real life was an underdog who got his chance and succeeded. Like the making of Rocky is literally a rocky story. It's incredible. That's why it's so powerful though. Yeah, yeah. Two boards at one stone, eh? But you wouldn't make it today. No. There's too, there's too many kind of films like that. It's not that. I tried it like, no. He brought this girl on a date who didn't want to go on a date with him and her brother forced her to go on the date on Thanksgiving. Like she did not want to go on a date. And then he forced her into his apartment and she was like, I want to go home, I want to go home. And he forced her to stay there and put his hand on the door and all and she wanted to leave. And then he kissed her. Like, not forcefully, but he was like, I'm going to kiss you now. If you don't want to kiss me, you don't have to kiss me back. And she did kiss him back and it was like, and that's how they fell in love. She did not want any of this. And then in the second film, she just goes into a coma. (laughs) You're like, what the fuck? But it's great. It really is. Like, it's like the details in between the story is outdated for sure. But it's still a beautiful story. Uh, just Christmas themed Christmas themed films I, no I, I think we've it's had not, like, it's, that's, it's that's not on the Christmas no. catalogue of no. films it, it should be but it's not so just tell us about your Christmas it hasn't happened yet wrapped up in everything yes it has all the presents what <laughs> <laughs> time this goes out with oh, us yeah. did you wear your pyjamas again this year Amy wanted to get matching pyjamas Joe has matching pyjamas I, I know I usually do get them now but I didn't this year because every year would you buy a new pair every year sorry for, sorry to interrupt you at this time of year would you get uh, a new pair of matching pyjamas every year every Christmas absolutely would you have non-Christmas matching pyjamas no so do you have somewhere a drawer full of old pairs of matching pyjamas that were worn once yeah yeah. and over the Christmas period I I said to her I'm not getting matching pyjamas this year because for some reason Christmas pyjamas are uncomfortable (laughs) they're (laughs) uncomfortable they are uncomfortable Pacific Specifically, specifically, Christmas pajamas are very uncomfortable. It's the tinsel, isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah, it's all that. It's all that. No, it's just like the material of them are all the same. It's like they just like make them a week before Christmas or a month before Christmas and put them on shelves, and it's like really quick. But the material in them just gives me an itch. I don't like them. I don't like, like them. You can get like silk. You can just get nice ones. Just don't get shit ones. She just gets the ones from Dons. I got silky ones. Did you? Yeah. Well, I didn't get them. Maura got them. You wear pyjamas all year round though, do you? I do not. Do you not? No. The thing is, I didn't even wear pyjamas going to bed. I woke up Christmas morning and I had to put the pyjamas on then. Like, what is the point? What are you sleeping? Me nip. Me birthday suit. you be freezing. No, because I have a blanket. Yeah, but you still be ooh, freezing. Winter. No. Ooh. I have a weighted blanket. I have Batman pyjamas and everything. My God, man. If you come off to my house, you're wearing pyjamas, yeah? <laughs> People tell you to take your shoes off when you come into people's houses. I tell you, you wear pajamas. I remember one Christmas. I have, pajamas, I have pajamas for every size. So if you come in, you're getting a medium. I'll take medium, a medium. Medium. Yeah, yeah. And you're getting a medium. 
or a small law. Oh, stay at home. Come out to my house just for a chat. We talk about the new year, what we're going to do with the podcast. Three of us sitting around wearing matching pajamas. Yeah. You're like the boss. You have to come over. You're like Scrooge going over to Tiny Tim's house. What does that make you? Tiny Tim's da. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas would you feel, moaning. Would you, would you feel a bit weirded out if I told you to come over and put pajamas on? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you're telling me to come over probably makes it worse. But if you mm. insisted anywhere... Anywhere on this earth, if you insisted that I put on pajamas, <laughs> particularly themed pajamas, no, I would be it's like playing. I would feel like our relationship had changed. Can I ask you a question? I just want this to be like Justice League. Oh, you have a question. <laughs> I want to be Batman. He's the Flash, and you're the Green Lantern. He's I the Flasher. No, the Flash oh, okay. runs real fast. Right. Uh-huh. right. What's your question? If we came over to your gaff Christmas morning, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You hope th- this is going somewhere mad. <laughs> if I came over to your gaff Christmas morning, yeah. And I had a plum pudding. Uh-huh. And I said, Oh, happy Christmas. Uh-huh. I made this for you. Uh-huh. And I gave it to you and say, Happy Christmas now. See you later. Uh-huh. What would you do with the plum pudding? I would... Yeah. My family has a particular tradition around puddings. What's that? Put uh, it in the bin? No, no, no. It's the centrepiece of the whole Christmas day. There's a song. <gasps> you What? What the fuck? <laughs> Gentlemen... <laughs> If you had listened to, as I told you last week or the week before, if you go and listen to my documentary After Tusker Rock, in which I talk about my granddad's death in a plane crash, a big part of that is talking about the family and I had to expose this family secret to the world in the making of that. You will hear all about the pudding song. Can we hear it? The pudding tradition. You'll have to go there and listen. Please just give us a one bar. No. Give us a tease. No, it's, it's say a group it. song. You can't you're say it in words. Don't sing it. You're not allowed to sing it on its own. I, I don't think you're allowed to sing it outside of... Christmas Day. Oh, fuck. Go and have a listen. Can you give me just one line? Nope. We all got the Christmas pudding uh, and it's I going in it. our bellies. Don't be so insulting. Is, <laughs> is it like that or is it? You have a family Christmas tradition and uh, the uh-huh. centerpiece of the entire Christmas Day revolves around... It's a song about a pudding. And is this every time you get a pudding? And there's a march. There's a march? Indoors and outdoors. <laughs> this is a family tradition. You do this. Yeah. The Brennans get together and no, go marching not, around. It's, it's the other side of the family, the walls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to listen. This is all on the public record. You can go and hear this. I have right to now. listen to this now. Go and listen. So what would you do? So would you do that? If you showed up, I'd say, thanks very much. We'll use that later on. Would you stay yeah. for this? And would song? you use it? Would you hear it? If it lights on fire, well. Because the brandy. Mm. But you have to put the brandy on. I just made the plum pudding. I'm not wasting brandy on it. We'd probably brandy have brandy on a backup pudding. Put the fucking brandy in the pudding. It's fucking disgusting anyway. What, you know, plum pudding? The pudding. Rotten. Plum pudding. The normal people... Mince pies, plum pudding, all that fucking raisin weird shit is horrible. That's the... I swear, I'm not fucking saying this. Mince pies are the business. They should be all year round. They revolt me. Don't be dissing the bleeding. I feel revolted by them. Gorgeous. You with me on that own? No. Mr. Plum pudding. I'm with him. Thank you. I think the majority would say that, that shit. What I was getting to with the plum pudding yeah, is one. if someone showed, would you, if I showed up to your house Christmas morning, knocked on the door, but like really suspiciously here, like seven in the morning. Joe, I'd probably is, just it, keep the curtains closed. No, I knock on your door and I say, hey, Darren Conway, I'm after making you a plum pudding. Take it. Would I'd, you take it I'd, or would you eat it? I'd say, is there a camera here? I'd look for the camera. I'd say no. And here, take I'd take it. it. I'd take it. I'd say, thanks. It'd be fucking weird though, Christmas morning. Would you eat it? It'd be bizarre. No, because I don't like them. Would you oh, give it to somebody else? Cream cake, I'd eat it, whatever. You go, here's a cream cake. I'd have that. Or an eclair or a coffee slice. Would you? If I showed up and gave you a coffee slice, I know you said I made it. I'm after making you a coffee slice. Would you eat it? Would you eat it? I don't know. I'm a bit weird about getting stuff from other people's houses. 
<laughs> like if you made me sandwiches, like if we were shooting something and you made a tray of sandwiches in the gaff and put cling film on it and it was on a plate and you brought it to the set, I'd be, I probably wouldn't eat them. That's <laughs> not from my house. <laughs> and you don't know where it's going. Like I don't know how you, you made what I mean, them. Well, that's what I mean about the plum pudding. If someone came up and gave me food as a gift, I'd be very sus- like I'd nearly be sus- I'd be like, what? Yeah, yeah, I don't know me. if I'd eat it. Yeah, especially when the plate isn't from my house. And what do you do with the plate? Am I supposed to give this back to you? Do you want me to I scrape to wash, it off? Do I wash the plate? Like when you give someone a plate, you never get it back. But to answer your question, I wouldn't eat it. You wouldn't eat the plum pudding or a coffee slice or any of it. I'd say, get out the fuck. I'm opening presents and be standing there looking at you with a fucking Harry Potter with your Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> football slippers. Do you remember the football slippers? Class. Ah, stop. Look at the muscles on him. <laughs> Look at them fucking lats. Hear them. Do you know how hard it is to get rid of your dishwasher? <laughs> I actually don't no I don't so I thought you just like plug it out and then like throw it out but like it's obviously piped up to uh, plumbed up and plumbed up and plumbed down plum, plums all over the place and uh, I tried to take it out and I screw I turned the water off from the the mains like you know the what's it called like a little switch a little, little valve little valve yeah. it's called a valve <laughs> oh I didn't think you knew that and I turned that off I thought I turned it off and I screwed the pipe out the back of the dishwasher and the fucking thing was pissing everywhere and I was like, what fucked? The whole place going to flood. Yeah. And then I just went under real quick and I turned the other way and then it was off. But like I had to go to like home base and get a load of like fittings to like close off the hole. Yeah. Or like to cap it. Yeah, yeah. And I got the plumber's treading as well. Do you know the tread, the, the tape, plumber's tape? Good up there. Got that as well, I did. I don't even put know that, that is. Put that around the treading and then or tread on the, the cap. Took me about two weeks to do all this. Did it? Should have took me five minutes. <laughs> but I was going out and getting like the wrong sized caps. <laughs> and like just opening them and oh that doesn't fit. And then just throwing it in the bin. <laughs> I just imagine you going back to the dishwasher with a different hat on every time. No, this one doesn't look right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a new dishwasher a dish? No, I just got rid of it. So one in the apartment was broken, we just like got rid of it. We wash our delf in the sink like with hot water and soap. Ah, it doesn't do the same job as a dishwasher. Oh, it's scalding hot water. Dishwashers are shy anyway. You can fucking, most of the time, like the glasses still have fucking smudge marks on them. And yeah, stuff. and food. Like it just kind of swashes food around and just throws food into the top. Like, ah, it's bleeding crap. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Can't it's, just beat a big huge, it's just a big huge neutral bullet. Just yeah. like blends down smoothies for you. And then spits it all over your glasses. I prefer the old sink as well and a bit of fairly washing up liquid yeah. and a basin. A basin, yeah. But isn't that disgusting as well that you're just washing your glasses in dirty, scummy water? And then you can just feel like pears <laughs> stuck in your nails. Oh. <laughs> and it's too hot, you'd be scalding your hand in the scalding hot water. Sometimes my hot water is hotter than the kettle. Like you could just run the hot tap and pour a tea bag in a cup and you'd be fucking, you'd have a cup of tea. Like one of them quackers. A quacker. A quacker tap. Quacker tap. You know when you just kind of push it down, it's just it just constantly has boiling hot water there. Oh yeah, yeah. I just oh, I had one of them in work. I talked about it before, but imagine pouring a cup of tea from your tap. Imagine you came off to my gaff and I said, "Do you want a cup of tea?" And, and you said, "Yeah." The tap. And I ran the tap. You'd say, "Get that out of my face, in you dirty bastard!" Imagine, do you want a cup of tea? And just went to the toilet and came back out, and I flushed the chain. There you go. This tea tastes like death, all man. <laughs> What's the story with this thing? It's all blue and shit. Yes, yeah, lovely. It tastes nice, man. 
Tastes gorgeous. Whopper. That's some gourmet shit right there. Now we have me thinking. Nah. Did you ever get your teeth cleaned? Yeah. Speaking of cleaning. You just got yours. I just got mine done. And they're real sensitive. Eddie? Yeah. When I touch them, it's like, zap. <laughs> Do they feel clean though when you run your tongue along them? It's weird because there's like gaps in my teeth I didn't know I had because it's just covered in plaque. Really? I'm smoking tobacco. Ooh, that sounds nasty. So the important message here is just go get your cleat, t- your cleat tint. Oh, I can't wait to get my cleats tint. Go get them cleat tint. And then your oh, mouth does scraper. They use this scraper, but it hits your gums because they go real in there, like. Yeah. And your gums are just bleeding. Straight away. And I'm like, I can taste that, like, irony fucking shit, like. From the blood. I'm like, I should have just went to talk. I should have went to talk. It would have been over with. It seems easier, doesn't it? Just to get fake teeth. Because even if you floss, so you go, you get your teeth clean, they say, now you have to stay on top of it. It's only bleeding because. Does gum disease and you yeah. shit underneath your gums that hasn't counted in years. Yeah. That sounds so bad, doesn't it? Gum yeah. di- you have gum like disease. On death's door when they yeah. say that to you. You have your, gum disease. Fuck. Your gums are diseased. Like you're riddled with diseases you're in fucked, your gums. Man. You're fucked. And then they say you need to floss more, but every time I floss, it just gushes. Blood all the gum time. disease. Oof. If your gums are bleeding every time you need to go and see a dentist. My bottom teeth are all overcrowded and it's extremely difficult to get a floss in there. Ah, but the dentist wouldn't buy that. Like, you no, can get like, a floss I can in get anyway. it in, but it's just like, it hurts. Like, it, it like moves me teeth or something when I try and do it. Yeah. And it's like, oh. When you see when you get the fucking, the what do you get? The, the tracks. When you see when you get them on, man, the fucking teeth does be in a heap. Sore. Does be sore, like, really sore. You can't eat anything, like, especially not for the first while. Like, I was on soup and mashed potatoes for about a week. Like soup and mash. Yeah, lovely. Hopefully there's a few funerals coming up and get the soup. Soft boiled eggs and all that. Like, oh, that's disgusting, yeah, That's man. what you be on, man. I don't want to be eating all that. Baby filth. Amy be like, here's the airplane. Woo-hoo. <laughs> He's getting them as well. The both is of she? us will be feeding each other. Chewy is like teenagers going around. We like fucking, I was going to say Dennis the Menace. For whatever reason, he doesn't think he has braces. Nasher. Doesn't his dog have braces? His dog's a little muppet. Little dope, yeah, man. Yeah, little barking and all. He's loyal. Yeah. He wears a little jumper as well, doesn't he? <coughs> no, a little, little black dog. But he, does he not wear the red and black jumper striped like Dennis? Little matching jumper, little doggy jumper? No. That's a common misconception then. Could on be. On my end. Could be. Do you remember Dennis the Menace, the cartoon now? The, the English one? <laughs> and wasn't he always fighting with the guy next door who was like a military man, like an officer? Mm-hmm. But was his gaff class? Did he have slides and everything coming out of his gaff? Or he, someone had slides and all coming out of that gaff. His neighbour? Yeah. I think you were thinking of the aquatic centre. It was like the aquatic centre. Or maybe it was Dennis the Menace's gaff. Oh, he was afraid to have a bat. Dennis the Menace didn't want to have a bat, so his L1 turned his bathroom into the aquatic centre. And then he was like, oh, I'll wash myself now, the dirty, smelly bastard. Spoiled bastard. I know. Spoiled rotten. I know. Imagine saying, I'm not having a bat, me man, just go, fair enough. No, he is a menace. Sit there and smell then. Stinky. <laughs> Stinky. Yeah, smelly bars. Dennis the Menace the was spoiled rotten, man. He was. He was. He's from the Beano. The Beano comic. I loved them. There was a place out in Bray and it was a hotel and in the hotel lobby they had... All the Beanos. All of the Beanos framed. They had a bunch of different things framed like newspaper clippings but they also had a Beano like a whole... Because every year they, they brought out the annual. I used to always get it. I used to always get the Beano, the annual Beano. Yeah. Loved it, man. 
But it was class. And that place out in Bray, I used to love it. Because like, I wonder if it's still there. Probably what was it? not. What was the place like? It was a hotel down at the end of Bray. Oh, does that ring a bell to you? Nope. Mm. He's lying. Most likely. Fuck off. I'm not lying. And I had a restaurant and I had like old bikes and old vintage stuff all up. I loved that. I loved that place. Do you like all that? People know. People who know Bray will know what I'm talking about. We used to go to Bray on the train with a load of gargle. You go, we go to Bray. Shite like. Oh no, we love it. Can't imagine you doing that as a teenager. Really? What do you think I'd be up to? I was a Dennis the Menace. I'd say you were. Bugging was. Darren the Baron. Do something mad there. Get a brick. Throw it out a window. You mad bastard. No, I didn't do that. That's bad. Did you not? No. Did I ever tell you the story about the time I got arrested out in Bray as a kid? Tell it again. I was with my brothers, my two older brothers, and two lads from around the area. And they went into a shop and they robbed loads of stuff and they got caught. Like sweets and all that, like four yeah. by four chocolates like and stuff. Dan bars. Dan bars, yeah. I wouldn't have been older than bleeding, 10 I'd say. Yeah. But I was with them, robbed it, got caught, legged it, ran away from them, ran up the lane towards, you know where the train station is and there's that big long lane, ran into the amusements and the guards were called, and we were hiding in the amusements, which was actually looking over at Dean's amusement. So they were like, what the fuck are you doing here? And we were like, please, please, just don't kick us out yet. Wait for a few minutes, wait for a few minutes. And then the guards came in, caught us, nicked all five of us. I think I was bleeding, crying and the, 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 the... Put you in the back of a car and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought us to the station, out in Bray. This was late at night then. He had to call me ma and da. And, uh, Did he go mad at you? Mental. Me dad came out. And my dad didn't have a car at the time. So he had to get the, he had to get the train out. The train. And then That's the trains bad. I think it was like the last train out, couldn't get the train back because he had to sign us all out and he had to wait for he gets us a taxi, did he? Process all three of us. I had to get a taxi and it must have cost about hundred quid. Very expensive. Because it was in the pound days. Oh yeah. But it was very expensive anyway. Probably a hackney. Do you know what? Probably fucking was a hackney. It probably was a bleeding hackney. A hackney. Yeah. <laughs> a bleeding hackney. Because the taxi probably wouldn't went out there. But yeah, it probably was. Uh, and Jesus Christ. That was one of the most scared I ever I ever was. Yeah. I thought no, I was going I, to jail. I got once or twice for stupid stuff. Yeah. Tell me about them. We talked about it before, didn't we? Went to Balaclava. Balaclava? When I got the fucking, I got that new jacket, the Dare to Be jacket that everyone in Finglas was wearing. It was like a tattoo. Oh yeah, you yeah, Get it yeah, in different yeah. colours. Everyone gone around like Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, Decided I'd get a ski mask to go with it. Not a ski mask, it was like a, a neck warmer, but I had it really high up, like down the end of the road, waiting on me, mate. Suspicious enough, like. Yeah. The guards came, they're like, Do you have a screwdriver on you? And I'm like, That's a fucking strange thing to ask me, first, first of all. Do you, screw- know, Do you have a screwdriver? I'm like, What? I have a fucking lighter. <laughs> <laughs> like, No, I don't. He's like, Right, we'll search you down the station. And I'm going by my house. I'm like, Well, I just live there. Just let me go into my gaff, like. Please. <laughs> You can keep the jacket. I don't even like it. I'm just trying to fit in. I remember one year the stalls start selling ski masks and yeah. ballyclavis. Yeah. I'm like, this is like, who's, it's not that cold that we need ballyclavis in this country. <laughs> if you're wearing a ballyclava. Green ones as well. Like what? Like khaki green. Like what does that <laughs> yeah. resemble? Like, Oh, like it's not that cold. Imagine seeing someone just genuinely walking around wearing a ballyclava like, oh, how are you doing? What's There's going nowadays that wear ballyclavis and don't get nicked for it. Yeah, well, it's you a fashion statement, sort of, like, to go with our goose check or whatever. <laughs> so fucking sketchy. You don't go around with a ballyclaver on. Fucking ridiculous. I feel like they're not being stopped. Because you can't. You can't just stop somebody just because oh, they're wearing a ballyclaver. I've seen someone with a ballyclaver on. I'd say, 
Yeah, come here for a second. What do you have in you? What are you fucking going around hiding your identity for? Because it's not because you're cold. You must be sweating under that yoke. I wonder if they washed them. I wonder if they're like, get home, they're like, here ma, will you wash me belly clav? <laughs> it's gone crazy. Belly bleeding clav. Because years ago, like the equivalent of a Canada Goose jacket or a Montclair jacket, like they're like over a grand. The equivalent back in air day was like a Columbia jacket. Columbia, yeah. Or a regatta fucking thingy. Or a dare to be. I just and they were Columbia. Like, Columbia were like the fucking... They were like 80 quid or something. Yeah. Which was a lot then. It was a lot like, then, I yeah. couldn't get 80 quid for one of them until I said, I want it now. And then she said, okay. I got one for Christmas. I remember one Christmas I got a Columbia jacket but everything else was cheap. That was the one thing that I got. And then I think I burnt it because they're just made of that material that if you stand close to a heater, it just melts Melt. like a fucking plastic bag. They all do. Even the bleeding Canada Goose jackets just melt like a plastic bag, like a bin bag. Yeah. Ridiculous. Oh, Han, would you wear a Canada Goose jacket? No, probably not. Been spoiled, really, hasn't it? Has been spoiled. Has been spoiled. It's not a bad jacket. People would make... Like, if they didn't wear them, you'd get it. Oh, yeah. Very well-made piece of clothing. There's a reason they cost so much money. But uh, I feel like... They've spoiled it, yeah. People would make presumptions about me and how I paid for that. I'd love to see you in a can... I'd love to see you in a tracksuit. Just a a Nike tracksuit. That'd be mad. Wouldn't it? I'd get a fry. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, like, it's... It'd be like me and Jane's. Although I have I've to, seen you in jeans. Oh, yeah. It's weird though, isn't it? It's I remember the first time. Imagine Owen and Stevens as they were in a Nike tech tracksuit. <laughs> going to Wonderland. Going to Wonderland with, with me and you. <laughs> Sneaking in the back. I have Nike tracksuit bottoms if that's any use to you. <laughs> yeah, but they're for fucking painting. <laughs> they're for painting. Are they for lounging. Lounging or running or whatever. Pajamas. She wouldn't leave the gap. Pajamas. Even that. Just... <laughs> a pair of tracks like the standard grey cotton bottoms yeah love to see it and a pair of Air Max yeah big ass I can see where the, the hilarity resides there yeah I think everyone looks funny in them yeah like Joe never I think it'd be hilarious yeah, no, it'd be fucking gas if he came <laughs> 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 if he came in here and went do you know them like Nike tracksuits the grey all grey ones where it has like that kind of arrow kind of thing going up the two black arrow things and then the Nike here yeah yeah, te- yeah called tech tracksuits I'd love to see you on one of them. Would you? Yeah. I wouldn't know what to do. You'd be laughing at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> Look at that. I genuinely, genuinely do feel uncomfortable in a tracksuit. Like, I really just think it's too loose. Yeah. Like, I don't feel dressed. I don't, I don't feel like I'm fully dressed in a, in a tracksuit. They're for teenagers, aren't they? They're for exercising in. They're for walking out in, you know? I think it's kind of weird when girls wear workout leggings and they're not walking out. I think that's weird looking. It's comfort. Yeah, but so is a tracksuit for men. Like, I think they're equally ridiculous looking. I think they're stupid looking. Can I ask you something? Yeah. On the topic of judging women's, like, presentation, what do you think of women with fringes? Mora wants to get a fringe, just to give a bit of context to her. Mora wants to get a fringe, and she thinks that she looks like Zoe Deschanel. Or, she or won't. Carrie Mulligan. In I think, like, the fringe thing, you have to be able to pull it off. Do you think so? You don't see many fringes No, anymore. Well, no. Bring no. back fringes. Maybe she start a trend. I don't, think, I don't know. I feel like there's no going back from it. If you get a fringe, like you can't change your mind. You're committed to that until your hair grows back. Can you not just like, oh yeah, because it's cut. Can you not just pull it out? <laughs> Can you not just pull it back and go... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, women's hair is just like the Play-Doh. You just kind of push the anchor down at the back. It's like my Lego hair. <laughs> yeah, you can just if I, want, if I don't want my fringe, just go like that. <laughs> Pull it back. Can you put extensions in a girl's fringe? You can. It's called a bob, isn't it? No, a bob no, is like all of it is short. Yeah. A little bob. Yeah, but I think she. And then the, to... there's a fringe on a bob as well. It just goes bob the builder. 
Can we fix it? What do you think then? I don't know. I'm saying no. Like I'm like I'm saying go for it if you want. But if you ask my opinion, the answer is no. Like I, I wouldn't be. I don't think I'd be into it. I wouldn't say, oh wow, that's a like lovely haircut. Even though that sounds bad, but that's just my opinion. But maybe it would look good because sometimes something new is just really hard to mm. get used to. You know, when you paint, so, when Amy gets her hair done, sometimes she'd get like maybe more blonde, and it's very noticeable. And she's always like. What do you think of it? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Because it's so different. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, then after yeah. a while, I just forget about it. And then it's just normal then. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that could happen there. Yeah. Although, I think, but that's it. If she got a fringe, it would be fine. Yeah. But I just think it's, I don't know, I don't know what to start. I'm like, why? I feel like it's hard for a girl, if you're not in the humor of getting ready, it's great. You can just stick your hair in a ponytail. But if you have a fringe, there's a bit of just, work to be done there you have to before deal you with that. leave the gaff, yeah. Yeah. And it'd be in your way. I feel like it would be in your way, be intrusive. And you'd be just like, get that fucking fringe out of my eyes. You'd having to go like that. <sighs> yeah. If you're driving and like, you're like. <sighs> oh, do I want to dye my hair blonde? Get out of town. Like peroxide. You're too old M&M. Am I? Yeah. I feel like I'm getting That's older. That's like a midlife crisis job. Yeah. It might be, but do you think I could do it? Do you think I could pull her off? No. M&M blonde, like 1999. Yeah. Do you really want to do that? I kind of do, yeah. Why? Because like I've no concrete work coming up, and I feel like I've always I want to do something just kind of wild and different. Maybe it is a little bit of a midlife crisis, and I'm going bald, and I feel like while I still have hair, I should do something mad with it. It's talking about tips, like no, like full blonde, blonde even the sides, everywhere, everywhere, all over, blonde, not just blonde, peroxide. I think like if you're gonna do it, go to Peter Mark. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Who is he? Some fella, or is it two people? It's Peter and Mark. They walk in all the shops. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. It's Peter or Mark here. Yeah. He done Stan at the last gig. He did, yeah. And I feel like that's staying with him a little bit. Jeez, I wonder. We should put that out, actually, shouldn't we? For anyone who didn't hear that version of Stan. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> you kind of want much, it to happen it? once and then uh, yeah. see you later. You kind of want to keep the mystery of the live shows because there's some crazy stuff that happens at the live shows that, that the general public should not hear. Only for the, the paying privates. <laughs> Like, we're going to be doing stuff at the next live show that people shouldn't be hearing unless they're there in a live set. Stuff that we don't know yet. Would that be bad for business? Would it be ruining me brand? Do I have a brand? You'd be typecasted. Eminem's double. I think it would come across you're trying too hard. You've you run out of jokes, so you've reached you, the You'll have back. a fucking... <laughs> you'll have a comedy stage name as well. Yeah. You've run out of like jokes. Joey Joe McGook or something. Yeah. The Joey Joe fella, and then you dye your hair and all. It'd be bad, just like it's a, a little reset. Sign. It's a bad sign of kind of like, look at me. I want to be noticed more. I don't think that's what it is. That's not what it is, but it can be perceived that way. Can't it, own? Yep, that's yeah. how I would go. perceive Confirmed. it. Didn't even need to Google it. But would I not look <laughs> cool? Let me see myself here now. And, uh... No, you don't need to, whatever you're up to. Do you not think I'd look cool? No, I think you'd look a bit washed out. Do you think so? That's the only thing about it now. I, don't, I think I, I'm too pale for it. Yeah, I think so. I just think you're too old for it. Do you? That's too. There's a certain thing about if you're dying, if you're gonna dye your hair blonde over the age of thirty, it's a bit mad. It's a state, big statement. I'd be asking at you, all right. If you didn't tell me this and you'd done that, I'd be like, "Jeez, man, you need to have a chat around." Is there something weird that you saying that it wouldn't suit me? Makes me want to do it more. I just want you to do it. That's do you? Was, yeah. I just fucking, I'd love you to do that. I know I don't want to do it. I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> Some people dye their beard. I was, thinking, I was thinking of dyeing my beard before. Now I'd keep this ginger. No, that's all right now. You dye a beard. I'd keep this ginger and then and dye me. Are you Googling scrawny, pale, blonde guys? He's Googling what fucking hairdressers are open. <laughs> <laughs> what going now? <laughs> Get the bleach out and we'll do it right now. 
Get on to Peter and Mark now. Yeah, Peter. Is Peter there? What charity would you like to donate to? For dyeing me hair blonde? Yeah. <laughs> the John McGuckin Barbers Society of Dublin. You'd have to keep getting like, done your roots to come out. Well, I just do it once and then like when my roots come out and then I can I can just shave it off then and be over. So it's just like a phase because I just there's nothing going on in January. I'm just like, it's something that I, I don't know, something big and something bold and I'd love to just fucking... Look, I always wanted to get loads of tattoos, wanted sleeves of tattoos, but I said I'd never do it because I want to be an actor. Oh, you want to get a fucking job interview. It used to matter that you didn't have tattoos. Now it doesn't. Now, do you, want, nearly... now you don't get a job if you don't have tattoos. Yeah, exactly. It makes it look cool. Have a sleeve? No, then you can't get the job. Clean shaving. You used to have to be clean. Shave your face before you go for a job interview. Now you need to have a beard going for the job interview. They want the, the rugged look. The rugged look is in. Mm. Is the blonde hair... Like, Messi did it. Messi did it. People were questioning that. People uh, were saying, is he not 30 odd? <laughs> and he was. And he was. He was nearly 40 odd. I know you're a creative and, a, and an entertainer and all that, Joe, but I think you need a certain level of fame and money to just discard any kind of rules around social norms or anything like that, you know? If you don't want to face the consequences, you've got to be pretty rich. And the consequences, by that I mean, like, people looking at you and going, what's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> the, question, the questions would be asked, like... But maybe it would be cool. Maybe it would be like, ah, oh, he looks fucking kid. That's a brave move. That's a stylish move. And then people would be like, ah, oh, like, let's I'll get him for a Peter well. Mark ad. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be doing it from a business. I'd be doing it because of just... Lack of business. And yeah, just... Kind of, yeah, just something that I want to do, like... Full blonde peroxide McGuckin. If you do this, Darren's going to notice a new phenomenon in his social interactions whereby after the small talk is through and they've kind of got through the business, the person will slightly lower their voice and lean in and say, is everything all right with Joe? <laughs> That's going to start happening. Yeah. You act, do you genuinely think that would be the, the opinion of people? Like, is he all right after doing that? <laughs> I just think something was wrong. Would you? Oh, no. Okay. I just think you're being an idiot. <laughs> if you came in with that, I would be worried. But with him, why no. me? He just does weird shit all the time, just because he thinks. Yeah, because I wouldn't <laughs> do something like that. Like, <laughs> look how happy he is right now. He's getting so much value out of this. The joy in his eyes. I'm not. I'm so, genuinely curious. If I'm, I walked in with a peroxide blonde hair, what would your first reaction be to me? Ah, uh, for you, that's very out of character. I would. Would you like? Would you yeah. say, "Here, yeah, man, does Amy know about this?" You are right. I think you're doing it for a job. Is like, did you get casting something yeah. like where? Yeah, Milky Bar Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Milky Way got on to me and said I have to dye my hair and dress up as a cowboy. <laughs> Eight mile too. Would you not just wa- would you not just wore a wig, man? Wow. Commitment. Fucking continuity and all. On the phone again. I can't wait to get Maybe off. Maybe that's the, the song again. where it's like we got a pudding again. Can't wait to eat this pudding again. Would you like tattoos? Would you like full arms? You don't have... Z- you have zero tattoos. We've talked about tattoos. I have a burnt mark. You have a burnt mark. Wham. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a tattoo. Can't get rid of it. What is it? What Does it, does it look like that? Usually people are like, oh, it's, I just have a a cer- it's just a brown circle with hair on it. I have a burnt mark and it's, the sa- it's in the shape of Ireland, I think. Coincidence that you live in Ireland and you have a burnt mark the shape of Ireland. Is that in the shape of Ireland? It just looks like someone threw a tea bag at you. It's a tea stand, burnt mark. That is not the shape of Ireland. Looks at all. like a fucking. Do you know them knickknack crisps? Looks like Ireland. Let me say it again. No, it doesn't. Does it look like Dublin? No. Dublin kind of looks, looks like, like a little goldfish. A goldfish. It does look a bit like a goldfish or an old style A bomb, like the one Homer rides. Oh my god. Like a blimp. 
I watched Oppenheimer and it was shy. It was go. fucking shy. What I'm, the fuck? I'm interested in this. That's more controversial than blonde hair. Did you? I mean, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, fucking awful. I thought it was great. Oh my god, I could not. Be, I was like, I was raging. I didn't get to see it in the cinema. Then I watched it, and I was like, thank God I didn't. Jesus, it's crap. It's now what I watched. Tell me, Florida and Son. Oh, oh. come on. Oh, not again. Can we get your opinion? Can we go into it? Can we talk about it? What do you think of it? Honestly. <laughs> I kind of liked it. Fuck off. What did you like about it? That it was over. <laughs> yeah, isn't it crap, man? No, I actually, I thought it was like, I thought it was all right. You don't it wasn't the, the, And I wasn't the worst, like I wasn't the worst. I watched that and I thought it was all right. I'm not mm. even messing with you, like. You thought it was all right? I thought the unflating it was good. Amazing. Brilliant. Really good. For his age, an actor like that. Come here. Like, I wouldn't be like two. It's made by the director done once, isn't it? Once in Sing Street. And, and Sing Street. Uh, like I'm not too mad onto the musical kind of movies and stuff like do you know that way? Yeah. But I thought like it wasn't that bad. Like I was thinking of what you were saying and your tweet and blah blah blah. And I can see where you're coming from. Like where she's at the door with Jack Rayner saying, Did she Does she swallow your cum like I do and does it go down your throat? And you're just like, Why is that necessary? Like who the fuck talks like that? Yeah, I know a few. <laughs> <laughs> Did he come to your door and say that? Sometimes you know when you open the window you can just hear them sort of conversations <laughs> from your neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> well then maybe you should have been based in Finglas <laughs> but um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt cast him was a bit mad yeah was he in it or was he like green screen or something are you talking about the scene on the roof when yeah when, he's, when, he, when she's imagining them there like dancing or singing and is he actually there I think it was green screened I think like, I'm not 100% sure I feel like he shot all his stuff separately he separately. shot his stuff in LA I think and it was just yeah. green screened and inserted it's done well I think. you think he was there you think he was where on top of the on top of the fucking flats yeah <laughs> like this man who wrote this film was never on the top of the flats like that's not what it's like on top of the flats that's not what happens in the flat I don't, you've been to the flats they're not constantly making music videos standing on cars like it's this caricature of a walking class it's fucking shy the characters are unlikable there's no redeeming factors it's just rubbish man but you enjoyed it so maybe I just have a unique standing on it then no, but I, I I know where you're coming from as well. But I'm, I'm, like not, that, I'm not as invested because I'm not from where you're from like as well. But to be uh, honest, get me, like, I didn't think it was a controversial... I did not think that... Yeah, no, when I tweeted just, that, I wasn't like, do you know what? This is an... Another McGook can tweet, whatever, like it's fine. It's just like, fuck, here, here's my Like opinion. the blonde hair. Yeah. Wiggle on with it, son. The many statements, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Attention seeking. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he, we should... He'll, he'll, bring us all, he'll fucking bring us all down. <laughs> 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 we all go with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll all go oh, with him. Yeah, fucking... I'm sure it was good while it lasted, huh? <laughs> <laughs> One fucking tweet away from... Oh, a fucking... The oh, whole bleeding branch. We'll have nobody to blame but ourselves. Yeah, you're so guilty by association, lads. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. I had a good run. <laughs> What instead of dying me here, what if I came in with a with a mohawk? Who would you like to play character wise that's completely separate to who you are as a person, as an individual? Can and speak what traits are a character that already exists in a film? Let's say you were to do a biopic Ooh. of a person that already exists or existed. Could be dead, could be alive. Yeah. Look, it could be JFK. Oh yeah. You have the hair. I'd have to <laughs> I'd, I'd have to hit the gym pretty quick. Yep, well, you could no, because like let's let's presume this is this is Oscar bait. Okay. You know? You've got time. 
You know, they'll get you in shape. They'll get you a PT. I'd go Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. You know what? Go he could right. play JFK and you could play Oswald. Yeah. <laughs> Oswald, yeah. You'd go Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder job. Yeah, like way, way, something that I, something that you shouldn't, like maybe Kim Jong-un or something. So, I know you weren't saying people shouldn't play somebody not from the same background, but... I didn't say... Are you drifting? He didn't say <laughs> he shouldn't play. He said that just overall the move. That's what I'm saying. He yeah. didn't... I know yeah, he that didn't you say that. be able to play okay. people. Yeah, Joe was yeah. saying you should, but... Anyway, carry on. But maybe there's a line... But maybe it's not Kim Jong-un. I can't, yeah. wait, to see, I can't <laughs> wait to see him and something as a Southsider. <laughs> I, I have a draft there ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Lined up in the draft. <laughs> Representation there of the... Um, Southside people, it's just it's totally wrong there. How he's at there portraying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a tough one. For a minute there, I thought you were going to say you'd like to play a biopic of Robert Downey Jr. Oh no. What about like something in the Crown, like oh, the King? Or the I'm queen. trying to think of someone Irish. Like, oh well, that's that's when you you are Irish. So that's too that's too easy. Too easy. Who would you like me to see playing a biopic? I'd like to see you playing Kim Jong Un, <laughs> Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando would be good. That's pretty close, though. Yeah. Pretty close. No, that'd be very difficult. Bit of a Marlon Brando. Hold the lines up for me. <laughs> oh, that's true. I need that. Few quid, please. I'll be playing, I'll be playing my, own, my own fucking biopic. I love that in Apocalypse Now. They hired him and they had to beg him to be in the, the role. And he thought that he was like mostly in, in shape. And they, your man bankrupt himself to hire him. The director. What was his name again? The director of... Apocalypse Now? Yeah. Francis Ford. Francis, Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. Bankrupt himself. Got him in, I think it was for a million dollars, which was unheard of at the time. Got him in, thinking that he was like in shape, and he showed up and he was just a fat bastard. <laughs> That's why they shot him the way they did, in all the shadow and everything. Yeah. They wanted to hide just how much of a fat bastard he was. He was a mess, like... <laughs> And you were in Vietnam and like filming. Man, you're supposed to tell you were in shape. And he didn't give a bollocks. He, he had learned the lines. He didn't yeah. give a fucking. He had learned the lines. He wasn't going to learn the lines. He was just improvising. What just was that all about with him? Why was he so like hard to work with? He's an alcoholic. Was he? Drunk as well, wasn't he? Doing bleeding half the saints or all the saints. He just fancied himself a little oh. bit of a bleeding icon. Like, well, I do what on my terms. Oh, he was an icon. Was it like, oh, I'm Marlon Brando, I do what I want? Like, yeah. Class. You like that? Legend, yeah. <laughs> That's oh, good. No. You get to a certain point where you can just do that and anyone's opinion of you being hard work just goes out the window because you're Marlon Brando. That's an interesting point, I think. Is that true? Do you ever reach a point where you don't have to put in as much effort? I think so. Like, do you think... Not from me. I don't think I would be able to not put in as much effort, but I feel like for other people maybe that are successful, that like, paycheck, let's go. I disagree. I think you should always have a standard. That's what I said. I said I would definitely still have that. Yeah. But like, there, I'd say there is people who don't, obviously. But do you think that there's people that don't have to have that level of professionalism? Let's say we're doing a sketch show and we get an opportunity to hire somebody. Is there somebody that we could hire that you could say, it's all right, he can be late or it's okay, he can just make up his own lines because he's Johnny Depp or because he's... Yeah. I think if we're getting Johnny Depp into a sketch show and he's like, I didn't learn the lines, I'm like, no problem. <laughs> no worries there at all. Like, that's, that's Grant. Fucking the Captain Jack Sparrow fair play to you. And then I just <laughs> let him at it. Like. <laughs> but do you think they should do that? Do you think they should be allowed that? Do you think nah, if you walk nah, to a certain point? You shouldn't be allowed to slack just mm. because you got to a certain point. I don't think you should be should be let do that. I think you should be pulled aside if you're at that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and say, yeah, fucking pull it. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, these sitting before me, these two models of professionalism. <laughs> Why are we telling this in a cocky way? No, well, you would, one would take from this discussion that you two live up to these lofty standards. No, that's not that we're living up to these lofty standards. We haven't reached. I am in no place. Close. <laughs> what the fuck have I done? Do you know what I mean? In the vast majority of it all. Yeah, like. I'm not saying I ain't like fucking. <laughs> I'm bleeding Marlon Brando. Hold up the fucking cards there. And it's not even in acting or it's not even in the arts or performance or anything like that. I'm just saying in general, like do you think Mark Zuckerberg can just show up late to a meeting because he's Mark Zuckerberg or he can cancel or he can do what he can just do whatever he wants and he shouldn't be judged for it or he shouldn't face repercussions. Like should people be held to a higher standard than other people? No. There you go. Lovely. Love it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Do you know what know. I was thinking I don't of? know. Maybe. I don't want to mull over the JFK thing because we done four fucking intense episodes on it. But I was just thinking, when he was shot, they called the hospital that was closest to them and it's a trauma hospital so they're dealing with trauma like car crashes, gunshots and stuff. So he, he was driven to that and they called the head and they said, the president is coming. Clear a room. And they cleared the main room in the hospital for him. So, uh, trauma room number one. Uh-huh. But does that mean there was some poor fucker in there that was like in the middle of surgery that said, hey, you have to, you're bumped. Like, when does when does one one's life become more important than another's life? Maybe there was no one in there. Which is literally triage. Triage is a, yeah. a triangle of importance. When you're in triage, you're waiting until you're the most important person to be seen. Like, if your arm's falling off, you're grand because there's a fellow who had a banger. And he'll die if you don't see him first. So yep. you're left there until there's no one left to see and then you're the next. Even though your situation is fucking bad. Yeah. Someone is worse yeah. in that moment, yeah. So the president got shot. Like, it doesn't matter if it was... Obviously, it was in the head. Like, he was fucking dead. His head was... His brain was on the back of the car. Like, But if he was shot in the arm, they would have still went to the trauma room and still would have evacuated whoever was in there. But you are... In your own way, as you do. You are presuming the worst of people here. You're presuming that evacuating trauma room one means that whoever was in there before basically got wheeled out to the curb and tipped off the gurney. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what's in your head, isn't it? It's not like they got moved to a different room or they got moved to a different medical team or anything like that to make space for the fellow who's been shot in the head. You presume. I think president's coming, you. Joe Soap, fuck off, off. Thrown off the machine yeah. the presence on that's, the way. That's your ticket. I think, you, <laughs> I think you're giving me too much credit by saying wheel to the curb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Slide him out the window. But yeah, I just think it's interesting like the, the level of importance on how we kind of make that distinction. And I just think it's mad because that the stories that you don't hear like who was in that trauma room before him and who was left unattended to because this president came in. Well, obviously the president is more important, but when it comes down to an individual's life, like is who like to decide if I get shot in the head and Leo Varadkar, if I'm out on the street and I'm standing beside Leo Varadkar, a man comes up, shoots me in the head, shoots Leo Varadkar in the head, and there's only one room and one doctor in the Mata Hospital. Who gets the bed? Who gets the Who gets the bed? You. I do me bleeding. <laughs> who? You do. Chadwick's on. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it mad though? Like it's just a fucking life. It's just well, a human being. Let's just say there's not going to be just one bed. Like there'd be fucking you'd no be beds. You'd be looked at. They look after you. I'll do a little fucking hey partnership with the matter hospital <laughs> if you give me a bleeding bed. There, go on. I'm after getting shot in the head. Watch your price. Forever. Turn off machine now. Turn it off. <laughs> 
Tana. Something inside so strong. Hold on. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope you enjoyed your Christmas. Yeah, I hope it was good. And I hope it, still, I hope it continues to be good and merry. And merry. Uh, yeah, I hope you're having a merry time. Yeah. And when it comes to New Year's Eve, I hope you have a happy one of them. I wonder how many people got tickets to the live show. I wonder. Imagine that. People waking up Christmas morning and wear their gift. It's weird when you think about it. Mm. Isn't it? It says her name on that Christmas present. Yeah. That's fucking... You know you made it. When Santa Claus is making your... When Santa Claus is printing out Ticketmaster tickets, for, come here. Next year, I want them to be opening figures of us. Me and you. Little neckers. Big bobblehead yokes. Funko Pop. If Amy listened to this podcast, it would have been so much easier for her to get you a Christmas gift. <laughs> True. <laughs> just get him a figure of himself. It doesn't cost that much to make them. Actually doesn't. You could just get yourself one. Mm-hmm. But it was a good episode. I enjoyed it, as I always do. As he always does. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll be here as usual next week. Same yep. bat time, same bat channel. In 2024. Will it be then? It will be 2024. Will it? Won't it? Yep. Yeah. Jesus. AI is getting closer. We're nearly there. 2024. Strap yourselves in for 2024, boys. It's going to be mental. Yeah, guys. It's going to be we're, class. And we're going to have so much content from it. All the chaos that's going on. Yeah. So stick around, subscribe, get some friends involved. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, Yeah. Go on. Would you say goodbye to them? Go to the original and all that. See you later.